0: The star your name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Sure. weather.
1: Good Saturday morning from the KIIC News and Weather Center. I'm Beth Hunter with this weather update for Sheraton, Albion, Knoxville, Pella, and all of southern Iowa. We'll have sunny skies today, a warm-up to around 41 degrees. Your Sunday looks partly sunny, the high around 33. And for your New Year's Day, sunny skies. 33 for your high.
2: K-I-I-C. It's Saturday morning and time for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Community First Credit Union. Jason Summers brings you live interviews with the area's sports headliners. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> that is some rude broadcasting, brother. With clear and concise analysis. Carter Isley. Oh! Wow! He stepped to the left or to the right. The, the, to the left or to the right. Jason takes you through today's complex sports stories and makes them simple. And this
3: is Jason Summers who will be ending the day.
2: I am still j- jacked up on the dude, dude. And now, from his community-first credit union man cave. Buckle up, boys. Don't look, dogs. This might get hairy. It's the Coach's Corner. Attention. This is your
3: captain speaking. I've got good news and bad news. The good news is we'll be landing immediately. The
2: bad news is we're crash landing. You're listening to the Coach's Corner live from Community First Credit Union on Thunder Country KIIC.
3: Uh, welcome in, everyone. Welcome into the Coach's Corner. And yes, indeed, we have crash landed on this final Saturday of 2023. Are you ready to say goodbye to 23? It's about to be put in the books officially. And uh, we're going to have a special show here this morning for you here on the Coach's Corner as uh, we bring all this technology and connections together in the, in the world that is now firmly connected uh, through all kinds of uh, wireless devices no longer wired devices but wireless devices and i'm uh sitting up here in uh des moines iowa about um a mile away from dan stocker who is also in des moines iowa but he's going to be on the phone lines and um i'm uh via the technical airways of our via unit uh, as we bring you this special broadcast uh, with shane holmes back at the kic studios as we're going to break down this 2023 that uh, we're about to put in the old record books and um Guys, welcome aboard! And uh, and uh, Jacob Briggs, the best producer in all the business, is putting all this together here this morning for us. Morning, guys!
4: Happy Happy New Year to you, Jason. How are you doing, buddy? Happy hey, New doing Year! Doing
3: great, Merry Daniel Christmas Stucker. You guys. Hey, look you know, one of the things we're going to be uh, doing is we're going to be tripping over each other, which is normal <laughs> on the broadcast <laughs> when we're talking together. But um, you know, we're at least used to being able to see each other. At least, uh, you know, I can, I can see Holmes eye to eye. Dan Stocker, I see him. Um, you know, shoulder to eye, something like that. But <laughs> Uh, hey guys, uh, you know we you, um, we're gonna we're, we're gonna break down what this twenty three for us. We're going I'm gonna have each of us gonna give our top ten. We'll break it down uh, going backwards in dissension. but um, and then we'll go some outside things. And then for all of you, I thought you know um uh, you know, we're gonna grab our crystal balls and rub on them really really good, and we'll we'll give four for twenty four our fearless forecast. Each of us for twenty four, what it's going to look like. But um, Dan, I'm gonna start with you because. Um, I don't know if we got some foreshadowing for 24 or not, <laughs> but we did get a little bit of a of a look at how 23 is ending in a uh, with the cyclones yesterday. Um, uh, I thought there was a you know, a lot of storylines to be told about this whole year in that one game.
4: Uh, yeah, there was and, you know Let's be clear too; it's basketball season, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling season, if you're a Hawkeye
2: fan. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of
4: interesting stories there with. Uh, you know, you got, uh, from Memphis, Joseph Skates, uh, kind of torches us. Those of you cycling fans might remember he was a receiver at Iowa State before he transferred out a few years ago. And, you know, we fired our offensive line coach because he wasn't getting the job done. And where's he go? He goes to Memphis and, uh, they rush all over us and we can't put up any rushing yards. So that's, that's a great feeling. Uh, I have nothing to do with the wins or the losses, but it sure is frustrating to, to see your team go out there and, and, uh, not put up the, the defensive performance or the, or the rushing performance you'd like to see.
3: Well, you know, I think, is there a little foreshadowing, Holmesy, in this? Uh, you know, Iowa State offensive coordinator goes to Memphis and um, oh, then beats Iowa State. And could we be looking at something very similar for the crazies on the other side of the state, the Hawkeye fans, well, where they're firing their OC, who maybe stole some of the headlines? That might be one of the top 10 of 23. We'll see here. Um, but certainly, I think there's a lot of foreshadowing, maybe, what's ahead for, for Iowa fans.
0: Well, t- To touch on the Iowa State, there's nothing like revenge. So you know, you fire somebody, they're going to bring it to you. And then, you know, Iowa, um, it's going to be interesting where Brian Ferentz shows up. And if we ever face that team, if he stays in the college ranks, or uh, I kind of expect him to go to the pros, but it's going to be an interesting transition there.
3: Well, guys, uh, uh, one thing about this bowl season that uh, is really, you know, you're starting to see the full effect of NIL and opting out. And uh, I think it's changed the the dynamics of you know uh, Dan, you and I uh, traveled a lot of ball games, bowl games together. And one of the things that you and I both talked about is um, we didn't have that overwhelming drive to go this year, and it wasn't because you know we didn't enjoy watching the football. It's
2: it's just different.
4: Yeah, the the, the, old, the transfer portal certainly took a lot of players away, not necessarily key, key players, but depth. Uh, for Iowa State, um, I'm, I'm never a fan of people opting out. I figure you, you play the game that ha- that helps your draft stock as good as anything. But TJ Tampa, uh, opted out getting ready for the NFL draft. I thought, well, uh, here we go again. And yet I think he, the best thing he could have done was opt out because without him on the secondary, you know, they torched, torched the secondary for Iowa State. Well, I mean, might mean TJ Tampa's pretty darn good. Uh, so that by not playing might have actually helped his draft stock more than, uh, showing up, which I've always been a big proponent of just show up and play. But, uh, you know, We'll see where that takes us, but it's it's the game you got, and and it's where the bowl games have taken. I think um, some teams come out revenge factor motivation. Teams trying to prove something, you know. Others it's just you know they kind of get depleted, and it, you know if you lose, you, you come away saying yeah, it's just practice. <laughs> and so I'm just it's just a practice is all we had.
3: Well, yeah, I think the home X kind of uh really taken you know it's taken the the air out of the balloon a little bit, you know, um, and. And I think, you know, as an Iowa fan, I had no op-outs. You're playing for your 11th win, but your opponent is opted out half the, uh, you know, it's defensive backfield, it's quarterback, it's running back. It's certainly this op-out and the portal and this NIL and the open transfer. All that is really kind of a, it's made this an exhibition season. Uh, And maybe it's always been that way, um, but this definitely has a different feel to it.
0: Well, um, Iowa's kind of in a no-win situation because if we win this bowl game, it's because Tennessee didn't bring most of their team. And if we lose this game, we got beat by a team that barely filled a team. So uh, that's kind of tough. And I, I think this is only going to get worse with the 12-team playoff. So that's going to demand it. You know, people aren't going to want to go, go to the bowl games even less because they're going be the eyes are all going to be on these playoff games.
3: Well, guys, I don't want to uh, sneak a peek into your crystal balls just yet, but I wonder how much, uh, you know, looking forward to uh, the changing of uh, what's going to take place. You know, Stocker, I think this 12-team playoffs going to be good, um, but to Shane's point, it's going to diminish even more the, the bowl season. And then, you know, there was a time when uh, there was um, the, the top 16 that made the NCAA tournament then went to 32 and then expanded to 64, where we kind of maybe... In the not so distant future, seeing that kind of a uh, evolution.
4: Well, I think you know you've certainly seen it in uh, it's, uh, FBS, the subdivision. Or, excuse me, with the uh, um, you know bringing sixteen for years, they've been doing that. You know, Northern Iowa has been a big player in that. The Dakotas, you know, so you see how you know, that works. It absolutely can work, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see that. And yeah, it'll, it'll, unfortunately, I think we'll uh, weaken you know the whole bowl experience. Um, there's still an opportunity, I think. You know, maybe it diminishes it, but yet it is an opportunity either to to uh, grow up your team for the next year, or to send out if you got a strong team that's everyone stays with you. Let them have one more good game, you know. So you can find ways to celebrate that for sure. Um, but I, I do like the 12 team playoff. Uh, you heard them talking on, on TV yesterday how Memphis, you know, really has a strong team. They expect to be back most of their players and, you know, they want to make a run for the 12 team next year. And, uh, four teams, they probably never gonna, never gonna sniff that. But with 12, they can get in there. So, you know, that, that creates opportunities for a, a lot of teams to be in the discussion and part of it. And, and that will create excitement. It maybe minimizes how many of us get to be excited, but, uh, there's certainly some national excitement that can be created nonetheless.
3: Well, I think uh, 23 was a year of disruption, (laughs) and um, I think 24 is going to be uh, maybe the year of implosion. We'll see here. <laughs> when we get to... All right, guys. Hey, here, here's what we're going to do when we come back, folks. Uh, we're going to break down our top 10 of 23 and uh, and then give you our fearless four for 24. And uh, when we come back, uh, guys, we're going to go on the fringe. I'm going to say, hey, what were those topics that didn't make your top 10 that maybe we should talk about? And uh, we'll break those down when we come back. Back to the fast Hour on All Radio 23, folks. It's waving goodbye. And, uh Hello, is that 24? Looking through the windshield, Ed? Well, we'll get back here and we'll break it all down when we come back to the fast hour on all the radio you're listening to, The Coach's Corner.
1: The C-First Holiday Loan Special is back. If you need a little extra help this time of year, you'll love this loan special. With a rate lower than most credit cards, no collateral requirements, and an easy online or in-branch application, you won't want to miss it. So come on, get your gifts wrapped and ready this season with a Community First personal loan. To apply, stop into any Community First credit union or apply online at c1stcu.com slash holiday loan today. Some restrictions apply. Loans are subject to credit approval. Equal housing opportunity. Since
2: 1916, a lot of independent agents have recommended auto owner's insurance. And a lot of parents have taken that recommendation to heart. So have a lot of their children, and grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. As we celebrate our first 100 years, auto owner's insurance thanks all those who have put their trust in us. And all the generations who will. Visit Summers Insurance in Albia today at summersins.net. From tools and accessories to maintenance and everything in between, Menards has your automotive needs covered. Prevent gas line freeze up with heat, gas line, and freeze. It removes water from the fuel system and is safe for use in all four-cycle and fuel-injected engines. Grab a four-pack for just $4.99. Check out this and more great deals. Going on now during Menards New Year's Sale. Prices good through December 31st. Save big money at Menards. Christmas is my favorite
1: time yeah. Hi, this is Anna C with Sheridan Valley Electric Cooperative in Albia. CBC wishes all of our members a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We hope that you enjoy the holiday season to the fullest and spend time with family, friends, and loved ones creating memories that will last a lifetime. CBC's offices will be closed for the holidays on December 22nd and 25th, in an observance of Christmas, and again on January 1st for New Year's Day. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everyone.
2: We're live with the Coach's Corner from Community First Credit Union.
3: Now, welcome back, everyone. As we say goodbye to 23 here on our final Saturday of this fast year and the fastest hour, all the radio. That is the Coach's Corner. Shane Holmes back at the KIC Studios high above the Abbey square with uh, Jacob Briggs, who's producing all this, and uh, my good buddy Dan Stocker joining us on the phone lines, and yours truly sitting uh, Here in Des Moines, um, celebrating my 32nd anniversary uh, over the last couple of days with my bride and um, hanging out here as we uh, wind down this 23. Guys, I thought what we'd do before we get to our top 10 of uh, 23, and uh, we would kind of, what are those things that are on the fringe? Because I I was starting to make a list, and man, it um, was like me on Santa's list. I I don't know if I was going to make it or not, but uh, there was a lot of things that were just on the fringe. Shane uh, what are some things maybe that didn't make your top 10 that you thought were uh big important uh sports stories and by the way we're breaking out sports stories you know from here in Iowa maybe a little national feel to it but uh, you know in in our local area the things that we cover
0: well, I'll start off with uh, you know, something that happened way earlier this year uh, at the Wrestling National Championship matches. was uh, Spencer Lee, who we thought was going to go undefeated all throughout Iowa's career, but uh, he lost in a big fashion and really kind of shocked the wrestling world.
3: <laughs> wow. And uh, I, I just, I'm just going to say wow, Dan Stocker, because <clears throat> that did shock the world. I'll, I'll never forget, uh, you know, I, um, there, I think it was JDRF that was going on. And we went up after after that, and uh the whole place was stunned nobody you know it, 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 you know it was just like you're looking at the uh, and I think everyone felt the humanity of it. I think that was you know and that 's a good one Holmes because it was humanity because you were watching his his mother in terror seeing her son who you know was all those expectations you know a four timer um man, you get to see the human side of uh of sports.
4: Oh yeah, and you definitely feel for 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 the loss, and you know just something that you couldn't. couldn't I mean, I'm a, couldn't conceive of that. Just didn't think that was even possible.
3: Well, don't you have anything else on that outside that was looking in that uh, didn't quite make your top ten?
0: Yeah, I, um, two kind of significant ones. You know, the, the Albie girls softball teams make state so many times. Uh, it, <laughs> we just kind of take them for granted. But, you know, once again, they make the tournament, and uh, it just kind of on the outside of my top ten. But um, had thought we'd mention them. And then uh, um, something kind of significant, really close to making my top ten was uh, – Brianna Wolfer and Emma Winger become the pioneers of Albia wrestling for the girls. And, uh, boy, what did that turn into this year with 16 girls going out for wrestling? And uh, I think that's going to be a big, bright spot for Albia.
3: Absolutely. How about you, Stocker? What are those fringe 10, uh, those fringe things that just missed?
4: Yeah, the one that uh, really, uh, for me, missed out, but it was twofold. One was because I, I think probably we'll talk about it in somebody else's top 10 is uh is Caitlin Clark and the, the Iowa women going to the final four. Uh, and and also, part of the reason I had them side of mine is a little foreshadowing here. I've, I've got that as part of my fearless four uh, for Ooh. 24. So, a little tease there
3: for what that might mean. Yeah, what will it mean? How did you get to that? <clears throat> um, yeah, you know, uh, I, I don't. I, guys, I think when I get to my top 10, I think this is the year of the woman. The year of the ladies, you know, yeah. uh, breakdown, uh It's going to be prevalent. but and you know, and and the strange thing is, and, and uh, you know, to stay out of the political uh, dynamics of all of this, but really, things started in this, you know, um, with a lot of uh, the Riley Gaines story, um, the Dylan Mulvaney story, women yeah. and athletes, and the men competing in women's sports, and it's been the whole year has been um, really um, the highlights have been. And the conversations have been about women's sports, and I think that's a really positive thing, even with some of the the drama that's been around it.
4: Yeah, and that's funny you say that because I think you've tipped your hand a little bit. I've got a, a fair amount of my top ten is, is more on, on some of the women's side of things, uh, top ten and fearless four. And it's it very much highlights how relevant and how impressive and important – Uh, All sports are, but certainly on the female side, the the women are really uh, carrying their own this year, and I've got a lot of of my top ten that focuses on that, just uh, oddly enough, which is unique, and and, uh, it's fun to do.
3: Yeah, you know, here's some things that uh, just missed my top ten, and uh, you guys may not remember this, but I thought this was a huge, um, and and it maybe not significant moment in terms of overall sports, but uh, I was thinking about uh, some of those dramatic moments in the year, and and it may not mean much to you, Stocker, but Iowa is playing Michigan State on February 25th. And with 90 seconds to go, I'm cursing the the, the, the TV. And uh, Iowa's getting thromped, uh, 91 to 78. They start the season 0 and 3 in the Big Ten, and then they pull off one of the greatest comebacks ever. They scored the final 23 uh, points and uh, win the ball game in overtime uh 101 to uh, or tied they went into overtime 101 to 101 tied it up and then uh and then outscored uh the spartans and that i mean it was just a you know you almost forget about all these big moments you forget about that and then uh, ben cooter at the uh state uh wrestling tournament iowa men's baseball gets to the ncaa tournament those things that uh you don't think about and then Here's a couple of local things that didn't make my top ten, but I think you guys will really appreciate. Um, uh, Sigourney Kyoto goes zero two, and then gets on that long run and makes a great playoff uh, run. Moravia Mohawk football, what a year they had! You know, a historic run. The Chiefs, which you watch right here, win the uh, you know the Super Bowl. I- I've forgotten about that. And then not not a total sports story, but a very impactful sports story, and in my mind is um, Sheraton. Um, getting that turf football field. I thought that was, you know, the f- the field of getting that and um, it was, you know, it's just telling us a little bit about how things have changed so much. So those are some of the things that have been made the fringe of my top ten, guys. All right. Are you guys are you getting ready here? Because uh, I, I think we're going to take a t- quick timeout, and uh, we're going to come back, and we're going to break down. I'm going to have each of you break down your ten through six as we'll uh, get through our top ten, each of us. And it's going to be interesting because I heard things that were, you know, um, I heard from both of you, a little different dynamics, how we think. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how all these match up when we come back. Back to the fastest hour on all radio. We're breaking down 23 when we come back. We're going to break down 10 through 6. Each of us. Shane Holmes back at the studio. Dan Stocker on the old phone line. And this is yours truly, Jason Summers, as we uh, run through 23. And then, oh, yes, we did bring our crystal balls. And we'll look at our fearless four for 24 when we come back to the Fast Hour on our radio. You're listening to the Coach's Corner.
1: No one likes to think about death or plan for it, but making this important decision now allows time for consideration of all details with a clear mind. When the loss of a loved one comes unexpectedly, it puts a tremendous amount of stress and financial burden on the survivors. Begin planning your final arrangements with Tharp Funeral Home. See Richard Tharp and his compassionate staff at Tharp Funeral Home to guide you through the funeral planning process. Located at 116 Benton Avenue West in Albia. Hometown Family Dental is hometown proud of the Albia Blue Demons. Dr. Molly Mullen, an Albia native, and her staff are committed to providing comprehensive, comfortable, caring, excellent dentistry for the entire family. Hometown Family Dental is currently accepting new patients and now offering orthodontic services. Hometown Family Dental, located on the east side of the historic Albia Square, creating smiles with a personal touch.
3: My whole business just went up in flames. But my agent was there before the fire was out. We started a plan. I've got 25 employees who could be out of a job if we didn't get this place running again. My independent
2: agent and auto owner's insurance, they made sure we didn't skip a beat. I mean, we didn't miss a single payroll. That's incredible. For whatever lies ahead, we're always there. Visit Summers Insurance in Albia today at summersins.net.
3: Welcome back to the Coach's Corner here in our final Saturday at 23. And, yes, indeed, we're breaking down uh, our top ten. Uh, Shane Holmes back at the KIC studio. And my good buddy Daniel Stocker uh, on the phone lines as uh, we bring this to you. And, uh, Shane, we're going to start with you. We're going to break down our ten through six. We're building this up, this mystery that uh break I've already found out that, um man, there are a lot of things that I wasn't didn't think about just hearing your guys as each of your guys' top, uh, you know, fringe things. There was things in there that I'm thinking, man, that, that that could have been a top 10 for sure. A lot of big moments. But let's go 10 through 6 here as uh, Shane gives your 10 through 6 uh, top 10 of 23.
0: I'm going to start off with uh, the play that wasn't a play. Cooper DeGene's touchdown that did not count. And, uh, you know, that game really didn't mean a whole lot to the Hawkeyes in the long run. We still made the Big Ten championship game. But, man, what a heartbreaker of an excellent play. And, you know, I know as a fan, I went from excitement and craziness to let's just say I have a TV that luckily I'm a bad shot is still there. So uh, that was number 10 for me. And uh,
3: number nine. Well, wait a second. I just got to tell you, Dan Stalker, I cannot believe I, I – that, that, the sad part is is you're, gonna, you're not going to see that in my top 10. Yeah.
4: Well, and you I live that moment. And, and you will mind, and I'll tell you guys, the other thing that – I mean, it, it's absolutely a travesty. Uh, and you all know where I live and breathe, but uh, it's a travesty that that call was made, uh, and I think it speaks to the bigger issue, too, of, of replay. What are we doing right. if we can't even get replay Right. And there's no way anybody can tell me they got that right. I was so wrong. <laughs> it's just uh, uh, terrible.
0: And if I can yeah, add on they, to that real quick is, uh, you know, when they brought replay in, it was for the little, you know, stuff that right. they just missed and they should get it right. But now they're just kind of overdoing it. And, and I mean, yeah. we're
3: trying to shorten up these games, and it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Well, then yeah. the, the, the the official Big Ten response the week after was that they went to the aerial view. And, you know, it was supposed to be unrefutable, un, uh, or I, I don't I'm not, Dan, you're helping yeah. with the words, you're my interpreter, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, undisputable or, you know, yeah. evidence that uh, you could overturn it. And then not only did they not overturn what they were looking for, but they created something that they didn't see. Right. And they had right. to find it by going to an angle where nobody outside of um, a helicopter would have seen it. Right.
4: Which, which, yeah, the Goodyear Blimp hasn't flown over most stadiums in no. It just doesn't happen.
0: <laughs> I don't want to and make think... conspiracy theorists, but I thought it was a Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings commercial. <laughs> Trying to make the game
2: last longer.
3: But... <laughs> okay, Shay, that might be in the top 10 in to 23, buddy. That was a good one there. Uh, but, you know, it, when you think about the consequences of that is that, uh, you know, it uh, Iowa it would be, uh, you know, would have been on the fringe of uh, the top twelve at that point, you know. Right. Been, right. It may not have changed anything, but they would—they'd be sitting with eleven wins. Okay. Let's not forget that. Um, right. The Heisman uh, Trophy talk would have been really hyped around Cooper DeGene. Right. And uh, you know, the, the, there's there's dollar signs involved with that for that young man, and uh, um, and not just the wins and losses. And oh, oh, by the way, um, Iowa loses their offensive coordinator next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not sure that there is a great correlation there, but you don't lose that football game, right? Right? Just saying. All right, hey, we didn't get through uh, your your, get through your ten. Let's go. Keep going, Shane.
0: Uh, Number nine is the sports betting scandal that really rocked Iowa and Iowa State. Um, I think Iowa State really got football team really got um, hampered by that. it it might have been the best thing in the long run. I think we found a good quarterback in Iowa State because of that betting scandal, but uh it's it kinda raised more questions than answers, I think, um why Iowa was the only state to have this happen to them and <clears throat> I uh um I think it's really gonna hurt the Iowa wrestling team, you know. We haven't really got into that this year, but uh that really rocked some players on that and they should not be gambling. I understand that, but uh, it just seemed unfair to only hit one state and definitely just a couple schools. Honestly,
3: well, I think the broader issue with that, Holmes, is is going back to the NCAA and uh, Dan into the, the all these different things that you're, you know you're just talking about the instant replay, but the NCAA really showed. Its inability to act quickly because they left this thing drag on. They've still not uh, faced anything. It was really targeted towards Iowa and Iowa State, and you could feel that as as a fan. But but in all due honesty, that is really how it went. But it really tells me the grand scheme of why NIL, the portal, um, the NCAA has not. They've been only reactive and reactive in a in a slow way that really does not benefit the student athlete, which they claim to be championing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's terrible. I mean, it's a, uh, NCAA has really become kind of a, a joke lately, starting with 2020, with the whole, you know, <laughs> conferences make their own decision if they're playing football that year, and uh, that was just a mess. So I'm, I'm All right,
3: well, that. Holmes will let you keep rolling there, but we'll never get through this, which is <laughs> right. probably the, the best thing that could ever happen for our audience.
0: But uh, uh, number eight was uh, Gary Barda leaves, and um, interim wow. Beth Yetz becomes the new AD, and um, later in the year she fires Brian Ferentz, which uh, – Probably would have made up a little higher in my list, but I have a lot of other good things there. So um, I I was very um, critical of it at the time, and I kind of th- think maybe she made a great decision in the timing of it. I did not like it at the time, but I liked how Brian kind of had a farewell song at the end of this year, and um, uh, it, it probably needed to be a band-aid. that needed to be ripped off, and in, in uh, hindsight, I think she handled it very well.
3: All right, where are you at now, Holmes?
0: Number seven, uh, Albia beat Centerville after seven years in the I- in, I- in Iowa's longest mm. football rivalry. Uh, I really was impressed with how good they came out that first game and played and uh, kind of set up the rest of the season, I thought, for them. Uh,
3: and now f- we're to six.
0: Okay, number six, the Iowa women's crossover game at Kinnick. Um I thought that really showcased our state in a bright light and uh, – Showed, you know, the celebrity of Caitlin Clark. And, uh, it's just nice to have our state, uh, have a really positive once in a while. And that was a, I thought that was a big one.
3: Well, Dan, I've already heard, uh, several items that I'm like, how did I forget yeah. the only crossover the at Kinnick, Right. Yeah. How did I, yeah. I'm just, I'm seeing things I've forgotten. Yeah. Wow.
4: Yeah. And you know, if only you would have been at the game.
3: The
1: exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and i remember taking my granddaughter there and my daughter and and uh and you know my my wife and my my uh, daughter-in-law and i'm thinking you know for women this is huge right. you know Celebrate. this has been the year yeah. of the lady yes yeah
4: yeah yeah, yeah and i and forget all, it and, Sh- and shane's list too you know you're hitting some uh, one way or another or some, you're here some of mine so this will pick up pace folks if you're getting worried it's going to take yep. forever uh we're gonna yeah. have some duplication here so for sure
3: all right, Dan. Let's get your uh, your ten through uh, six, buddy.
4: You bet. I gotta get my list pulled up here because I can't remember anything <laughs> otherwise. Uh, as we go through on number ten for me, of course, I had to leave and breathe the cyclones. I was on Iowa State, um, one and eight last year, four and eight in conference overall. They moved to two, six and three, seven and five overall, uh, and, and so a great improvement for for Iowa State. So, a nice uh, resurgence. Uh, although it didn't finish up well yesterday.
3: Well, and then you, 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 but, you know, and, and I think the I think Iowa and Iowa State this year, both in football, um, really, Dan, showed, the, um, the character of their programs. Both had adversity, you know, dealing with the gambling, as Shane said earlier, and yeah. then, um, lots of adversity. I think, uh, Campbell proved, uh, why he was such a coveted coach and why we're so fortunate to have him at Iowa State. And I think you go to Iowa City and see the same thing. Both teams had to deal with unbelievable, uh, um, obstacles this year in Iowa State to, to make it to a bowl game. I'm with you, buddy. That uh, yeah. um, That's that's up there.
4: Yeah, great improvement for them. Uh, number nine for me is uh, the Big 12 adding uh, schools, uh, getting to 16 teams now with their – certainly four came in this year, but the next year coming in with Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah, I think those are huge additions. Where a few years ago, we were talking about the demise of the Big 12, and now uh, staying in there you know, as, as maybe uh, potentially that third-best uh, conference 3rd or 4th, which just keeps us in the conversation.
3: Yeah, I think uh, a conference realignment. This is a year of disruption, and I just wonder if next year is the year of implosion. <laughs>
4: Yeah, then moving on, I'll, I'll keep moving this way, pretty simple, and a, a little bit to the Big Ten. I really thought the Big Ten did a great job not only getting USC, UCLA, but then Oregon and Washington down the stretch, uh, getting a strong 18-team conference. You know, I think the goal ultimately, whether anyone says it publicly or not, is get to 20, you know, four 20-team conferences would, would really shape up well.
3: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the Big Ten uh, made a statement, I, and I don't, uh this is not done. This is not over. I think we're seeing dominoes. Uh, the final dominoes will fall this in twenty four, possibly, and we'll see if that's in anybody's forecast.
4: Yeah, and then uh, number seven for me is the as, as was football team, the defense and the special teams uh, lumping them together. I mean, how impressive is that? That they go out there uh, with virtually no offense all year long, and yet they get ten wins, looking to get eleven. Uh, that's amazing in this era of, of college football uh, to be able to be in the conversation, get their wins. Uh, and doing it on on two of the three aspects of uh, football, and, and really uh, proudful in that moment. That's that's pretty impressive to see, and it's been that way for a few years now, but it really was highlighted this year.
3: All right, Stalker, uh, you've uh, you you're, you're you've moved quick. All right, I right. Well, I'm trying to
4: catch us up here. I'm trying to catch us up here. Number number six for me is uh, is piggybacking again from Shane a little bit. Not only that center of a win, but really is the Albie getting a, a qualifying for the, the playoffs, you know, getting, getting themselves back in it. Started with that first season win, uh, first win of the season, excuse me. And then they, they really parlayed that into a, a first round playoff game. Granted, it was a tough one, uh, uh going into a buzzfrog, but, but they made the playoffs. And, uh, I think that's something they can build on. I was really glad to see that. And, you know, I think that's the same home effects there of, of, of broadcasting on Friday nights.
3: Uh, I think so. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, here's my 10 through 6 and uh, we'll uh, go 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 quick like 23 is gone, uh, but um I got to tell you, uh number 10 for me and it it uh, it, it could have found its way higher up on this list if the, if the ladies hadn't uh, taken the year. But it did start around gambling and um the Iowa state uh, gambling uh, that uh, really led to maybe the 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 biggest uh, gambling uh, news that broke the entire fall football football season. And uh, that is, um, of course, this breaking news that uh, we all got to share uh, that uh, really impacted us locally.
2: Turning now to state and local news, a Southern Iowa broadcaster has been implicated in the DraftKings scandal. Dan Stocker has been found to have been using someone else's account to place bets.
1: Leading international news. The BBC has caught up with yet another person who has been snagged in the DraftKings betting scandal. Known as the Oracle of Monroe County. Dan Stocker was apparently betting on the Georgetown Turtle Races. A competition of local Catholics that became very competitive over the last several years.
2: TV-13 has learned that the account he was using was traced back to another local resident, John Flattery.
4: I don't know. He just asked for my phone. I don't know what he was doing on
2: it. Our investigative reporters have learned that in light of the Georgetown Turtle Race accusations, Dan Stocker was suspended from the Friday Night Lights broadcast crew where he served on the right-hand side of childhood friend Jason Summers. NPR has learned that without a broadcast role, Dan is reportedly looking to transfer out and take his microphone somewhere else. Summers reportedly told Stalker, don't let the press box door hit you on the way out.
4: Then he took my phone and smashed it into a million pieces.
3: On the Oracle oh. of Monroe County, I'm still uh, trying oh, to figure that one out.
4: I, I thought we'd bury that thing. My goodness, I think... Just...
3: Well, that and, uh, you know, that uh, that story broke, and uh, of course, Dan uh, had a reprieve from the broadcast on uh, Friday nights, and uh, we had lots of fun with that. And the the, yep. the 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 good news is is that I think um, it created a new tradition because I do believe uh, firmly that uh, turtle races are now going to be a, a part of uh, Georgetown uh, God Portions Day every year. Dan Stalker, uh, courtesy of your gambling uh, exploits. I can only
4: hope so, and I can only hope uh, that you know, my, my... my F- f- biggest dreams would be fulfilled in 24. Could be my fearless forecast if they would ask me to be the the grand poobah of that thing the first year. I'd be
3: awesome. <laughs> I think it's going <laughs> to happen. Uh, so that was n- number 10 as Dan Stocker uh, in the turtle races uh, at Georgetown. Uh, uh, number nine, Paul Ballard, uh, Brody Connor, Connor Picker, Wyatt Stewart, Justin Keller all qualify for state, and Paul Ballard with the fifth place finish. That uh, came in number nine for me. Is uh, you know, I, I, and Shane Holmes, jo- you joined me this year at uh, the state wrestling tournament along with Jason Stewart and the crew, and um, that's always one of our favorite things, but I thought Albia really put his foot forward uh, last year, and um, uh, that was one of my top ten, number nine. For num- uh, number eight, Albia makes the playoffs, and that was a huge step forward, and I agree with you, you know, right there at the fringe for me was Albia beating Centerville for the first time in seven years, and uh, I thought uh, that was a big step forward for the, um, for the back- uh, football program. Number seven for me, and this really, guys, should be way up the list. But uh, there's so many, as you're going to find here in a few seconds, is the women have taken over uh, my top ten. But number seven for me was Dave Winger winning his 300th dual meet as coach. And uh, while that uh, may not as be as impactful to 23, it really tells me about the legacy and the impact that he's had on the wrestling uh, program here in Albia. And um, uh, that was just a, a really big moment, and um, it'll go down. Obviously, he's... he's um, the winningest coach in uh, Albia history and uh, an icon in uh, wrestling in the state of Iowa. Number yeah, six for me.
4: So be, hey, Jason, hold up on yeah. that. You can't say enough about that. That is impressive. Obviously, Dave's a high school classmate of mine. Uh, but so proud of him and what he's done and accomplished. He's had some great uh, youth programs, great kids coming through. Certainly, he's going to deflect all the, the people around him. But uh, what, a, what an amazing accomplishment. just uh, doesn't happen very often that somebody's that committed and, and consistent with the program.
3: Well, Dan, you, you know, you uh, in your class at uh, that wrestling uh, program uh, with uh, Chief Morden, and, um, you know, I, and I know that uh, had a huge impact on him and why he came back, uh, you know, and took over the wrestling program and brought it to new heights, the passion he's had for it. But, you know, I go back to, you know, the, your class uh, had some tremendous wrestlers that uh, went on and really kind of, I think that maybe set the stone for this foundation that uh, that Coach Wenger's built on.
4: Yeah, I think that's very true, and a lot of great guys came through, and it, the tradition continues. It's just it's fun to be a part of or see see
3: happening in our community. Well, Coach Winger's had a huge impact, obviously on uh, on uh, Albion wrestling and uh, wrestling in the state of Iowa. Dave Winger at 300 dual meet uh, as a, a coach, and uh, number six for me, guys, and this is where the ladies take over. Number six, the women's wrestling, Emma Winger and Brianna Woolfer um, pioneers for the ladies, and then uh, the, the piggyback on that uh, Albion names. Uh, coach Darren Helm as its uh, first ever a women's uh, wrestling coach and 18 girls go out for wrestling. That gentleman is impressive. And that is my number six. And I think, uh, guys, that's going to lead us to our final five. And uh, we'll come back after our timeout, and uh, we'll break down our final five for each of us. And then uh, that little crystal ball, uh, Dan, I keep rubbing it, rubbing it. And every time you guys come up with something new that I didn't even think about for 23, I'm thinking about, well, hey. What's that going to look like in 24? So, that old crystal ball's got a little fog to it. Let's rub it a little harder and see what's coming our way when we get back here to the Fast Hour and All Radio. You're listening to the final Saturday of 23. The Coach's Corner will return after this timeout.
1: The C-First Holiday Loan Special is back. If you need a little extra help this time of year, you'll love this loan special. With a rate lower than most credit cards, no collateral requirements, and an easy online or in-branch application, you won't want to miss it. So come on, get your gifts wrapped and ready this season with a Community First Personal Loan. To apply, stop into any Community First credit union or apply online at c1stcu.com slash holiday loan today. Some restrictions apply. Loans are subject to credit approval. Equal housing opportunity. Since 1916,
3: a lot of independent agents have recommended auto owner's insurance. And a lot of
2: parents have taken that recommendation to heart. So have a lot of their children, and grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. As we celebrate our first 100 years, auto owner's insurance thanks all those who have put their trust in us. And all the generations who will. Visit Summers Insurance in Albia today at summersins.net. From tools and accessories to maintenance and everything in between, Menards has your automotive needs covered. Prevent gas line freeze up with heat gas line anti-freeze. It removes water from the fuel system and is safe for use in all four-cycle and fuel-injected engines. Grab a four-pack for just $4.99. Check out this and more great deals. Going on now during Menards New Year's Sale. Prices good through December 31st. Save big money at Menards.
3: Welcome back. Back to the Coach's Corner. Final Saturday at 23, and we're down to five. Our top five for 23 before we peek into our crystal balls and give you our four for 24 all right, uh gentlemen uh down to our top five we'll uh leave the final one for each of us as the mystery um, when we get through um here so uh shane we're going to start with you your final five through number two of uh twenty three um again, I think we're going to see you know a lot of these things very similar here to us and but i'm finding you guys brought things to the table I simply had forgotten
0: yeah, I got a number five it's already mentioned, but uh um Albia makes the state. Albia football makes the state playoffs uh, finally, and um, behind a great group of kids, and I think it's a program that's going to keep growing. But uh, we've already mentioned that one. But yeah, that's my number five. Uh, number four is the girls cross country team gets ninth behind second place finisher McKenna Montgomery, and uh, boy, they got a lot of girls out, and I think that's a little foreshadowing for my big four because I think that's a program that just could continue to grow. And I loved seeing all the kids that are out for cross country in this in this um, school district. And um, boy, what a amazing thing to get second place in such a tough field. My number three is uh, already mentioned, but boy, it doesn't hurt to mention it again. Dave Winger, who we all know and love, uh, gets his three hundredth dual match, and uh, he really means so much to this town. And um, you know, I had two boys that wrestled under him, and boy, just what a good coach. And uh, I know a good friend to many. And He's just a great, all-around great guy, so can't mention him enough. And number two is uh, that coach sends five to state in the wrestling, and Paul Boward gets fifth place. And boy, uh, that's one of my things to look forward to in 2024: is this group of kids um, at the state tournament.
3: Very good, uh, and, uh, I, I, you've seen things uh, just to break down in order of where, you know, pretty close to Dan Stalker. Some of the things that I have going, uh, up here not I uh, get to our final, final five. Well, where are you at, Stalker?
4: Yeah, as, as we look at, uh, at number five for me it was actually, um, the whole Brian's band debacle, uh, just the way that thing uh, played out. And, um, it just it w- went too long. Bardo wouldn't pull the string on it and, and it just came down to, a, too much headaches and distractions, which wasn't fair to everyone, and so a little disappointing. Uh, number four was uh, was my Cooper DeGene. I, I think that's such a big story. Not only the it wasn't an illegal fair catch, but uh, also just the whole replay issue and what it what it means to, to college football uh, for sure. Uh, number three is the, is the Brock Purdy story. Uh, you know, still yeah. even after a nice. terrible game uh, last weekend, you know he goes out and then he's still uh, second in QBR. Uh, rating for the season, uh, next to Tua Tiger Vua, uh, number two in TDs with 29. He's got three fewer interceptions than Mahomes, who's everybody's all-world quarterback. So, you know, I think uh, he's not getting you know enough credit for what he's doing and, and had one terrible game, but we'll see if he can rebound this week. Uh, number two is Albia uh, softball goes to, to Fort Dodge State Tournament, uh, back where they belong, and I don't think that gets enough. Um, enough recognition uh, for how good a, that obvious softball is, but to get back to the state tournament this year was, was just a great uh, experience and great opportunity
3: for them. Wow, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, there are things in there that, Dan, I didn't even, uh, the Brock Purdy story, I think about Iowa and Iowa State and their impact in the NFL. You know, these programs are really starting to have, I mean, both state uh, schools are have not just players in the NFL, guys, but they're players that are making impact. I mean, look at what the Iowa tight ends are doing. Um, look at uh, Purdy's doing. And um, and we haven't even talked about uh, Montgomery. And, uh, you know, we've we got stars in the NFL. That, you know, we've had athletes who played in the NFL from Iowa and Iowa State, but never to this level. It really speaks of uh, the the two programs. And, Dan, you know, I, uh, 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 Brian Ferentz's story, you know, stole the... The real storyline is how a team with so many injuries and adversities wins the Big Ten West, the final Big Ten West, right? I mean, it just—I uh, uh, think that uh, that's a bigger story than I put it on my list as well.
4: Yeah, I think that uh, you know just really does say a lot about it. And then they say the whole um, you know, with uh, with the players, you know, they, we could go on and on about all the uh, Big uh, Iowa and Iowa State players in the NFL. Uh, who are not just playing, uh, absolutely contributing and balling out, and uh, really representing our state colleges really well. Taking for the most part two and three star athletes. You know we're not getting the cream of the crop here, right. but the program is developing and putting them in there, and they and they raising good young men who are not only good athletes but they're good. Uh, professionals They're not causing distractions for the teams. You know, you don't see, you know, uh, 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 Kittle's one You you. Know, he looks like a wild man, but you never hear any bad stories about him. Mm-hmm. You know, he just goes out and plays. You know, and he represents his team and his community well. These uh, are great yeah. individuals.
3: I, I think they're you know they're not the villains in the NFL they're 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 the, becoming heroes right and storylines yeah. just yeah. like that so, and again that uh, only puts uh, you know Iowa on the map and um, always good stuff all right here we go five through two for yours truly and then we'll get to our overall number 20, or our number one pick of twenty three for the top things guys um, I'm gonna tell you six through number one for me it's all about the ladies this year and um, number five uh, Iowa women's basketball makes the finals. Um, Against LSU, and you know, the drama that was that took place—the the big upset over South uh, Carolina—they were undefeated. It was Iowa had no chance in that ball game, and uh, they win, and then uh, they go to the finals, and then all the drama around uh, the the finals and the officiating—it uh, um, just—it uh, it—it's it, a top five, number four, and uh, what's going to speak highly of uh, of the the three to come is that they're in front of number four, and that's Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark, um, she was she is Michael Jordan to basketball for the men. She's changed the way the game of basketball for the ladies is going to be played forever, and the way the game is seen. And uh, she comes in at number four.
4: You know, Jason, that's hard to believe. You know, that a, a gal from Westmoreland, Iowa, right. playing at the University of Iowa, uh, and she literally is. I mean, she has transformed that sport uh, nationwide. It's not just a, an Iowa phenomenon. You know, she has created a legion of followers, and and just like Michael Jordan, it's it's just uh, there's been some great women athletes, basketball players in the past, but none better than Caitlin Clark. Uh, just truly amazing.
3: Every stadium they go into is sold out. Yeah, and 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 uh, and th- these are young uh, young ladies, and you see the uh, the jerseys being worn around across the country. Yeah. And that's number four for me. <laughs> <laughs> It really has been the year of the ladies, guys. Uh, number three, um, the girls make the state uh, softball tournament. And, and and girls softball here in southern Iowa. Three teams finished ranked in the top 12 Albia and out of the South Central Conference. And that is not including Knoxville in this Davis County, Sheraton, and Albia. And how about that final uh, game between Albia and Sheraton? Uh, the winner goes to state. Uh, Dan Stocker, and that was just an amazing broadcast that uh, we brought in that night, how beautiful it was, the backdrop, uh, the ambience around uh, the field there in Sheraton. Oh, beautiful, um, yeah. A- incredible, right? Uh, yeah. That and, then,
4: in- and then they go up and they play a conference game at the state tournament against Davis County. Yeah. You know, just keep keep battling and representing uh, the the conference really well, Southern Iowa. Uh, the sport of softball in the state itself, and and you just you it's just iron sharpening iron, and it's it's a lot of fun. Came up a little short at the state tournament, but by golly, it was it was awesome to be there and be a part of it.
3: And the ladies, once again, uh, number two for me. Jane, you uh, brought this up right away. The girls' cross country training team ranked number three uh, uh, in the final week, a ninth place finish, um, just absolute domination the entire year. Um, they, uh, they did things, uh, that, uh, rewriting history books. And, um, I, th- I think, uh, like you Holmes, I think 24 is going to be, uh, we'll see what your fearless forecast looks like, but, uh, 24 is going to be a promising year for the ladies once again. And all right, gentlemen, we are down to our top pick of 23, the top, uh, the story for 23 for each of us. And, uh, we're going to start with you, Shane Holmes. What was your number one of 23?
0: Well, it's been mentioned by all, but I'll mention it again. Uh, Player of the year. I mean, she's just a phenomenon. It's Caitlin Clark and that getting to that national championship game. Uh, it, it just it it brought back memories of the Iowa men's team in '85 um, and me and my buddies watching that, that tournament and just never thought we'd have a team from Iowa get to do that again after the. Tough years we've had recently, and I tell you what—that was. She just, she really represents Iowa so well, and it's just like you said—we're we're, we're watching greatness right now. And I mean, she's selling out arenas, <laughs> not just at home, but all across the country. So it's—I uh, think we're going to look back at this time, and um, glad we're appreciating it while we are.
4: Yeah, yeah. Before the conference um, season began, every road game for the Iowa Hawkeye women's is sold out. I mean, it's not. It's not like they're waiting till the last minute. They're sold out before the, the the games are even coming close. I mean, it's just amazing to see. You just don't have that, and uh, that's how how impactful she is, and how how great and the talent. You know, everyone wants to see those logo shots. You know, they're coming, and it's just awesome.
0: And and never disappoints. That, oh, sorry,
3: Jason, go ahead. No, no, and and, and never disappoints. And in the big moments. Which is what uh, you know, Michael Jordans of the. Uh, yep. They don't exist. There's only a, there's only Michael Jordan and Caitlin Clark. I'm sorry, and right, uh, the, right? they are only those kind of. But in those big moments, they come through.
0: And all the. Yeah, they, sorry. <laughs> I just want to add real quick. With all the pressure on her, she's out there. She's still shooting them logo shots because that's what the crowd came to watch. And uh, I just I, I can't say enough good things about her.
4: Yeah, and that was just my final thought. Was just what Jason said too. Just you know, there is no, there's nothing like a big moment. It's just a shot. It's what she's practiced. It's what she who she is, and only great players can do that.
3: Well, you know, you you, uh, through all that whole year, you, you've forgotten the, the 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 shot, the buzzer beater that she made against Indiana. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, 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 and on uh, well, national TV, you forgot about that. You know, you you, you forget about those things. Oh, by the way, uh, getting a ticket to um, a Saturday. Big Ten uh, game in Iowa City for the women's, uh, if you went to SeatGeek um, or um, StubHub, you'd have to pay 250 bucks. <laughs> to go see Kaitlyn Clark today. Yeah. And I think her NIL deal, which uh, is pretty phenomenal, and she is uh, transcendent. All right, Dan Stocker, your top uh, story of uh, 23.
4: Well, because we're, we're, we're big rule followers, uh, I have two. Big. <laughs> That's my number one. <laughs> and... Uh, and- <laughs> And we've, we've already talked about them. You know, for me, uh, it, it, it was tight. Uh, you know, it's, it's the Albie girls fielding, uh, uh, a, a w- women's wrestling team. 18 Rick cows go out. Uh, they're out there competing each and every night. Uh, it was set up last year with a, uh, with a couple outstanding wrestlers for sure, and uh, in Wing Unroll for, but you know, how amazing is that? that, that, that and the girls are out there competing. Uh, you know, we've been able to watch a few of them online and, uh, just doing an amazing job to have Albie high school, uh, female wrestling and doing an awesome job, uh, with that. And then right there with it is, the girls cross country team you know not only qualifying as a team to state which guys is not easy to do to get your team there that's how solid this this one through seven was incredible and then montgomery you know just you can't give her enough praise you know, she finishes second you know and just going out there and killing it all year long and talk about pressure you know you just gotta go out and perform each and every day and that's not easy to do and uh... so both high school girls teams there with with women, girls women's wrestling and then uh, the cross country team uh... to me are my number one top stories <laughs>
3: Yeah, easily, guys, I could put just the ladies as yeah. my number one because uh, that is the story of 23 has been the, the ladies. And um, it's going to end uh, number one for me uh, as well, Dan, and it uh, kind of piggybacks on yours, but it's an individual. Uh, McKenna Montgomery, historic season, uh, number two yeah. finish as a sophomore. Um, and seeing her run, literally seeing her run, Um it, it uh, she was she was doing things as a sophomore that uh, were incredible and um she chased down and ran away from elite competition and um uh you know just a sophomore uh she finished second to a senior right so um, maybe the crystal ball is uh forming up something for us because i i think that to me is the top story of 23 and um uh and yet, I look here and I say, "Oh my goodness!" You could easily trans move one of these items one direction or other. But guys, uh, the, I think the the overarching story for twenty three for me is it was a year to ladies.
4: Absolutely, and yeah, no, I mean, that's just so so much fun to cover and be able to see. It's it's wonderful.
3: Well, you know what we're, we're about to ready to do, guys, because we're about to crash the twenty-three. Uh, we're gonna say goodbye to twenty-three, but let's look into our crystal balls. Uh, four for twenty-four. Give me four fearless forecasts for twenty-four. Shane Holmes.
0: Um, I think the Albie football program is going to build off this year, and with the weight with the weight room, they're just going to continue to get better. Um, the Albie girls wrestling. Uh, we, what, look how big they got in one year. I think that's going to continue to grow in the next year. Um, The Albee Girls cross-country team, I mean, you got some young girls in there, and they just keep bringing in more people, and they're going to get better and better. And uh, my number one fearless forecast is this boys' wrestling team behind uh, Paul Ballard and uh, a healthy Lance Helm this year. I think uh, good things to come this February.
3: Good stuff. I like that crystal ball. All right, Dan Stocker, I know you've been rubbing on that thing all afternoon, all morning, and uh, hopefully you got some of the fog out of it. Oh,
4: uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see, uh, you know, for me, uh, I think, yeah, uh, for Albie Boys Wrestling, um, I'm not sure who, i not sure where we're going to get them, but I'm, I'm going to go out and I, I think last year I said five will make the state and I think three this year can get the state and, uh, I, it's going to be a tough road for him for sure. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So hopefully, um, they can, they can get three, uh, three men to the state and they wrestle once again represent Albia. Um, Iowa State basketball. I think you're going to see the, the men's team seeded five or better in the uh, NCAA tournament this uh, this March. So that'll be exciting for them. Um, Iowa women's basketball will be back to the Final Four, back to back seasons, and we'll see if they can't not only get back but maybe get that championship. And then again, I don't, I don't believe in following rules. So the, the fifth one in my field is for uh, is uh, Caitlin Clark. She's going to go pro. She is mm. going to go pro. She'll, she's not going to stick around. Everyone thinks she's coming back. Uh, I think she can make just as much money. She'll get the endorsements, and she'll take her pro contract. So I think she's going to take, take her championship and go pro after this year.
3: Very good, Dan Stucker. That, uh, that's a crystal ball I was rubbing on as well. Um, for <laughs> me, uh, <laughs> I've got uh, the Albia Blutema basketball team um, winning the South Central Conference. And uh, I think that, uh, for me, that would have been a surprise, but I think when they come back out here to four games to begin the season, uh, I think they're going to win the South Central Conference. I think they're playing some of the best basketball they've had, uh, a six-game winning streak, and I think that's going to be a nice storyline for 24. Number three for me, Caitlin Clark does not return to Iowa. I think I'm with you, Dan Stocker. I think uh, you know. Uh, I think when they make this Final Four run, I think uh, Shane may have predicted it right, and uh, you and uh, that um, uh, she will say goodbye to uh, basketball at the college level because she'll need a new challenge. And uh, I think she'll do that. Dave Winger is going to wear a suit on a Saturday night in February, gentlemen. As Paul Ballard will be fighting for a state title or Lance Helm or both. Uh, that's how I see that crystal ball. And then. Rubbed it, and I didn't have to rub it too hard because I see in my crystal ball a state title for McKenna Montgomery. Uh, I think she's going to win a state title uh, in uh, cross-country. And then, um, guys, I think it's going to be a disruption in 23, the year to ladies. And I think ladies are going to steal, steal the headlines in 24. But I think uh, we might see some implosions around college sports. And um, it's going to be a ride. I'm going to be there with you. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New year. All right, the best producer in all the business, Jacob Briggs, back at the Chaos Studio, putting us all together. Thank you, Jacob, for a great 23, and we'll be looking forward to 24. You've been listening to the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Community First Union. Go have yourselves a great end of the 23, and you've been listening to the Coach's Corner.